This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda. I'm Johnny Hart. And I'm Trader Nick, and welcome back to the Market Insights Market Pulse podcast. And today we're joined by Oanda Senior Market Analyst Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London, Ed. Thank you for having me. Let's kick off with the big earnings numbers over the last few hours with both Microsoft and Google parent company Alphabet's core businesses holding up pretty well, better than expected in the past quarter, pushing their shares higher and giving a bit of a bump to rival tech companies due to report later in the week. Ed, much of this good news from Microsoft particularly is down to a big boost in spending for its cloud division. Yes, uh, it seems we got a, a double dose of good news. I, I think Microsoft definitely, uh, they impressed the most for a lot of traders. Uh, the focus has been with AI and Microsoft uh, is showing that um, there's a potential here that AI could uh, change the way they do their business. Um, for a lot of people, we're so used to Microsoft delivering double-digit growth. Um, you know, Obviously, top-line growth now is at 7%, so it's falling. Cloud growth, though, is still rather robust, um, over 30%. For a lot of people, you know, the call was pr- rather impressive, I think optimistic. Um, you know, they're weaving ChatGPT into Bing. And the focus is, you know, how will AI drive cloud sales? And there's a lot of optimism here that, you know, Microsoft is in a good position here where they have a good, you know, forward-looking vision where uh, I think the street is uh, rather optimistic. They're, they're getting a lot of, um, I think, upgrades. And I think you're going to probably see, you know, this is providing a major boost for tech. Um, now, when you take a look at, you know, some of the moves, you know, the Nasdaq was down 2% yesterday. Today, it's up 1%. So, um, you know, the overall pessimism in the market is still there. Alphabet's results, they were solid. They were good. I think, you know, also to whenever you announce a 70 billion share buyback, you know, that doesn't hurt. But, you know, there was, you know, some uh, caveats there, you know, they, some accounting could be tweaked, you know, making some of those numbers look a little bit better. But um, overall, Google Cloud posted its first profit as revenues uh, surged. So there's some weakness there. YouTube revenue fell for a third straight quarter. But uh, I think overall, uh, investors were rather pleased. I mean, there, there was this big scare that, you know, we were going to get a big mega cap tech disappointment. That didn't happen. People will wait to see if Meta does that for us. Yeah, so it was cool to see in terms of uh, Microsoft and Google, uh, which both of them I'm big fans, as most of the market is. Microsoft, I would say, is probably one of the best run companies in the world. Uh, this showed clear as day, especially with their recent beat on on EPS and revenue. It was a really, really impressive report. And you know, to Ed's point about the market being down 2% if you're talking NASDAQ and up today uh, slightly. My opinion on this is that, you know, this was a, a rather good number. And for many uh, for many months now, there's been a lot of fear about, you know, potential earnings recessions and things like that. And in my opinion, when we're seeing some of the bigger names come out with steady and even growth in this case, uh, it poses for for a stronger NASDAQ. And, and I'm a fan. So my personal opinion is that it looks good here, uh, bullish. And, and again, my take, but that's where I'm at with it. And Nick, wasn't uh, all good news for Microsoft today because this deal to buy video game company Activision Blizzard, which has now been blocked in the UK by the Competition and Markets Authority, that will be a bit of a blow, won't it? Yeah, I would imagine that would be. I can't speak 
too in depth with how much impact it would have on Microsoft. I mean, my understanding with Microsoft is how many you know different areas of growth do they have? They have so many you know whether it be the cloud or uh, you know Microsoft Teams. They have so many different products and things. Whether that really acts to to destroy their business or not, I, I wouldn't bet too heavily on that. So my opinion overall still optimistic on Microsoft and um, yeah, going forward, I, I still like it. I would like to add too that this will be appealed and also could possibly mean $69 billion, you know, goes back into, you know, the balance sheet for Microsoft. So maybe not necessarily the worst thing to happen to them. Another side of uh, the currency side of things, we had the Australian CPI number come out, which was less than expected at 6.3% compared to the 6.5% year over year. Uh, that's 1.4% that came out quarter over quarter. And uh, in my opinion, with the Australian dollar, again, I'm tossing out opinions here, but the Australian dollar looks less and less attractive relative to some of the other central banks. You know, you've got Europe, which is still expected to hike, the UK expected to hike. Uh, and then you have the US, which is sort of at the very at least right now consensus seems to be uh, hike one more time and then sort of watch and see what happens from there. But all of those seems a little bit more hawkish than the lower interest rates that we have in Australia. And uh, again, that potential there, uh, in my opinion, seems limited for the Australian dollar. Um, going forward. And in terms of gold, uh, this morning we had some further uh, scary news in terms of First Republic Bank, FRC, uh, had a little bit of a tumble and some concerns there as well as, you know, potential economic slowdown, fears about recession, seem to be having gold trade up a little bit on the day. Uh, we saw a quick spike. Some of that gain was lost on the way up. But in my opinion, uh, and I've mentioned this on the last couple podcasts, I think there's a good chance gold sees some breakout potential and any breaks retests. I personally think uh, it has more upside going forward. And then finally, in terms of looking forward, we have Fed rate hike stuff coming out. Uh, I mentioned a little bit of that, the May 3rd meeting on the way. And then we also have the ECB uh, also expected to raise rates. And going forward, I think those will be very interesting stories to watch. Talking of raising rates and talking of currencies, the krona took a bit of a beating today because the Swedish central bank, the Riksbank, uh, has delivered another half point hike in borrowing costs but it's a more dovish outlook isn't it which is why the krona uh, went down ed very much so i, I think this um we saw the krona fall to a two-week low against the euro um this was a dovish meeting uh we did have two dissents uh first deputy governor uh Bremen and also Deputy Governor uh, Floden uh, had their reservations against this uh, decision. They opted for only a quarter point rise. And, and I think you're probably seeing that now the, the markets are pretty convinced that um, there's one more hike in uh, that's going to be priced in and they're done. Uh, the surveys are, are showing uh, you know, firms are planning more price increases. So, so I think you could you know, see that there's going to be expectations that uh, we could see a slowing of these expectations of drops for inflation throughout the summer. And I think for, for a lot of people, uh, this is a, a, a market that um, is probably going to anticipate that uh, the, the corona could have a little bit more uh, weakness over the short term. Um, but but I, I think, you know, as you, you take a look at what's driving, you know, the, the market right now, I think there's this uh, big eye on what's the, the overall global macro driver. And I, I think, you know, uh, financial turmoil is still, you know, at the, the primary focus. And uh, we're still looking to see what um, unfolds as far as banking turmoil. And uh, those risks are, you know, rising and growing, I think, day by day. Ed, any important crypto news to share today? 
Overall, what we're starting to see, um, you know, there has been some positive moves on crypto. You know, Bitcoin is now it's up 6% on the day. It's working its way back towards 30,000. There has been a, a little bit of a positive move here. I think those banking jitters have um, seen some flows come back towards Bitcoin. Um, you know, I think for, for a lot of people, one of the big you know, concerns for, um, you know, the space is, you know, you need to see um, continued interest and in, in, um, growth come from the U.S. And uh, I think a lot of traders are paying close attention to what's happening with Coinbase. And, you know, the, one of the latest stories is that Coinbase is suing the SEC. They're trying to get, you know, you know, further clarity on um, a digital asset specific rule. And, and I think this is going to um, hopefully get an answer by July um, for, um, you know, getting uh, more clarity. And I think this, you know, this is one thing everyone wants to know. They want to have um, uh, clear guidelines as far as how this space is going to get regulated. So I think a lot of people are, are looking forward um, to, to seeing um, if uh, Coinbase stays in the U.S. I think there's hopes that they will. Um, if Coinbase leaves the U.S., I think that would be a, you know, very detrimental to crypto growth. Um, so, so I think a lot of traders are paying close attention to those headlines. So, um, But right now, I think banking jitters are the, the, the key uh, driver right now as everyone's trying to see um, what's going to happen with First Republic because, you know, they, they've already been saved once by the big banks. And you know what? All, all these deposits, they're already going to these other banks. So why would a bank want to step in to, to buy them? Um, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, and the government's, it seems, uh, sources are saying are resistant to uh, kind of to step in right now. So we'll, we'll see um, how bad this story gets. So to Ed's point about the 30,000 mark, I think that that the last podcast that we commented on Bitcoin, we talked about that that very notable 30,000 break. Um, psychologically, I think that's a that's a big price level and we're just trading underneath it. I think if we're able to get back above that and stay above that, it might set sort of a, a new floor for Bitcoin in terms of price action. Uh, but I hadn't really even thought about how notable and how important you know Coinbase moving out of the United States could be. Of course, uh, Coinbase having its roots in the United States is is probably sort of a, a strong foundation for the crypto space. Uh, and, and you know, watching Coinbase specifically definitely has such a big impact on the state of crypto. I would say just because again, it is sort of the staple, if you will, one of the first, one of the pioneers in that space. Uh, next week, we also uh, we turn our attention to, of course, the May. Uh, meeting that I had mentioned uh, a little bit earlier here in today's episode. We talked about how important watching for any cues for further rate hikes or if we are going to pause. Uh, this is where the market is really paying attention to this and, and all of the things that we talked about today will be heavily impacted by that, whether it's Gold, Bitcoin, stocks, uh, all of them will be paying close attention to this upcoming May meeting, which of course we will have plenty of coverage for you guys here on the podcast. It's important to point out that Fed swaps are no longer fully pricing in a rate hike by mid-year. So, you know, we, we've seen banking jitters. We've we had durable goods, um, which are showing them uh, spending is weakening here. And, and when you when you take a look at uh, the data, this morning's data, X. X X aircraft, um, you know, we're, we're seeing spending is slowing down by businesses. And, and I think that that trend is going to continue. So uh, the Fed is going to um, uh, have a, you know, a, a debate, uh, I think, next week. And uh, I think the, the markets are getting excited. You know, right now, the, the market has basically, um, it's, you know, the way the market is uh, priced in risky assets, it seems that they're pricing in about 300 basis points in rate cuts already. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what the Fed does. But um, 
just taking a look at some of the data, it seems that they're, you know, they, they are completely justified in still delivering um, another quarter point rate rise. But um, if, if we see banking turmoil continue uh, leading up to uh, that policy meeting, then you could make that uh, argument that they will hold. Ed Moyer in New York, thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you. And thanks to everybody for joining us on today's podcast. We'll have more of these Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with myself, Ed, Craig, and Johnny. Thanks for tuning in. Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda.